You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network, powered by Interstate Batteries. From your truck to your trail camera, Interstate Batteries has you covered. Visit your local Interstate Battery store today or online at interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Parker McDonald, and this is episode number 21. Today, we're sitting around deer camp with our buddies from the Southern Outdoorsmen, and we're just shooting the bull, having fun swapping hunting stories and talking a little bit about the challenges of hunting a brand new piece of public land so you guys sit back relax i think you're gonna like this show What's going on, everybody? Happy Friday, if you're listening to this the day that it drops. Um, hopefully, you're going to be out in the woods, because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm sitting here with my buddy, Michael. What's up, Mike? What's up, guys? So, we just, uh, we're sitting here at deer camp, and uh, actually, we're in Tyler's trailer. I guess it's still considered deer camp, because we're deer hunting. Yep. But, man, it's been, it's been a kind of fun week. Kind of miserable week. It just depends on what 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 would you call it, Mike? Uh, it's been pretty good. Anytime uh, we're out in the woods is better than being at home or that's work. true. That's so true. I can't complain one bit. So, um, what was it? Two nights ago, I shot a doe. Uh, Michael saw a big buck. Uh, we helped. Our buddy Brent drag a big, pretty big eight point out yep. of the woods, and then his cousin Drew shot a doe as well. So we got to pull out three deer out of the woods that day. So yep. That was fun. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. I got that video. I got that uh, that kill on camera. So that was a blast. It yeah. was probably it was probably the smallest deer I've ever killed, and maybe the smallest deer I will ever kill in my entire life. <laughs> it was pretty small. It was pretty small. <laughs> What your reaction whenever you walked up to my kayak and you saw it, you're like, yeah, you. T- it, I watched the video. The, the video didn't. I mean, it really didn't look all that small. I mean, it was a little screen, but it didn't look small. Now, when I walked up, I was like, holy cow! Like when you were talking about the dog, <laughs> you know, being equal size and weight, I was thinking, okay. Yeah, but, there's no way. No yeah. way it could be but that small. But when I walked up and saw it, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it really was pretty small. Just to give you guys an idea of how small it was, 
Um, I got down out of the tree stand, uh, got in the, got found the deer, drug it to my kayak, and paddled back without ever even breaking a sweat. Like I never got tired one time yeah. out of that whole <laughs> that whole time. But you know what they say: any deer with a do- any deer with a bow is a trophy. Yep. So hey, you don't run across them that often, or no, know, within that kind of yardage. Not on Alabama public land. No. That's for dang sure. I've been trying really hard the last, oh, man, four days straight just to get a good, solid camera, on-camera kill. It didn't matter what it was. and Yeah. That deer just happened to walk <laughs> underneath me, and yep. so I shot her. But it was a – tell you what, man. I've already eaten one backstrap off of that thing, and it you was like – You didn't need a tenderizer, did you? No. I didn't like – it was like biting into a marshmallow. Yeah. It was so tender. It was like, I, and I fried it, which I don't do that very much, but I did it with that one. And I'm talking about, it was, that was my, my whole meal last night was one full backstrap. Yeah. I ate the whole thing. <laughs> like that. And I didn't eat a lot. It's not yeah. like I just overate. Right. But it was, it was small, but delicious. You know, I was talking to my dad and he was telling me how, um, he was like, I mean, if a guy's going out to shoot a deer, get it on camera. Um, if it's going to be a doe, it might as well be a doe that tastes good. Yeah. You know? So. Uh, no complaints here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not complaining. So now it's, uh, I'm, I've got two deer. I've got two does on the ground. Yeah. That's you, just in the first two weeks of hunting season, right? Yeah. Or yeah. This is the third. third? Okay. It was the beginning of the second. third. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, that was a good way to start out the week. I've got another full weekend here. This place only opens for like two weeks, so. Yeah. Um. I got the whole I got the whole weekend to kind of make it happen. Right. I've seen a lot of bucks, so yeah. You seen a lot, or you saw one? Yeah. Really good he, buck. He was real nice, uh, and you'll be able to see it maybe a little bit of it in the video that I filmed. Um, he just he was feeding up under a tree, and he in a little staging area, and I just picked the wrong oak tree to be under that night. I guess it was too close to a field, and uh, he just hung out, you know, about. I don't know. The closest he got was right at last light, and he was probably about 45 yards, but um, just too too far that late. Um, yeah. He just held up, just right out of right out of bow range. She also had a doe come in at like five yards. Yeah, yeah. That that doe was close. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been a good been a good uh good time in the woods, man. Yep. We we actually got to record this podcast. The one you're about to hear with our friends Andrew, Jacob, and uh, JT. Yep. And they came down or up. Jacob came down from Nashville. Andrew and JT came up from where did they live? Uh, I guess Alabasterish. Yeah. Or I guess Andrew's in Auburn, but yeah. Um, so they came and we hung out. They hunted. I think we we're hunted. all a little bit delirious in this podcast, so just keep that in mind. Definitely. I. I went, uh, let's see, Thursday I was the last night I slept until Saturday night or Sunday morning after we recorded this podcast. I mean, we were all <laughs> we were a little tired. bit delirious, yeah. I mean, we we put in a lot of miles. Me and Tyler put in a ton of miles on the kayaks. Um, we had already been threatened of our lives. Yeah, that, that was o- pretty interesting. That old man. There's an old man at a campground that Tyler had talked to about camping there. And when we pulled up, he he must have ate something bad or something because he cussed us as soon as we drove up. 
he started cussing at us, dropping f bombs and stuff, and said he threatened to shoot. He threatened to shoot me yeah. if I if I ever stepped foot on his property. Like we literally didn't do anything except for drive onto the campground. And he just started threatening us. So that's crazy. It was it was nuts, but um, we were all tired. You're gonna hear it in this podcast, but I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, this is the funniest podcast because of how tired we are. It's probably the funniest one we've ever done. Um, I haven't got to listen to it, so I, I don't know. I don't even remember what we talked about that night, to be honest. I don't either. I, I re-listened to it. I was like, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> but um, it's not going to be much for like tactics and you know learning a whole lot. You might learn a little bit. You know, there's a little bit of stuff that you can learn. But um, this is a joint podcast, so Southern Outdoorsmen have this podcast on there show as well and we're playing it here so i think you're gonna i think you're gonna enjoy it if you like funny stuff this this is a fun one we're talking about we're just telling telling hunting stories and talking about the weekend and stuff so i think you're gonna enjoy it before we get into that i want to talk really quick about our partners at onyx at go wild at tethered and at new breed um we'll start with onyx i've used onyx a lot this week um out here in these swamps man like it is absolutely insane i don't know how anybody is hunting these areas without something yeah. like on x you know yeah. i've marked a lot of spots tracked a lot of spots it's easy to get lost in a swamp sure. walking through a swamp and we're not used to it you know we, we hunt terrain right high ground ridges this yeah, you can follow a ridge i mean you know yeah. where everything kind of is going so it's easy to get lost in a swamp yeah. so without onyx i mean i literally I'd, I'd be lost so check out onyx if you haven't already Check it out. I'd go ahead and recommend getting the Elite so you can go to any state. And uh, and I don't, I don't think you're going to regret it. Um, the next one is Go Wild. Go Wild is um, turned into one of my favorite go-to apps for, um, you know, sitting down on the pot. Or anytime I have some time to myself that I just want to look at deer hunting stuff or fishing stuff or, heck, elk hunting stuff. Anything you want to look at is on there as far as outdoors. They got camping hiking, all kinds of stuff. So make sure you check out Go Wild. They have got some awesome stuff already on there. And I can tell you this, um, I keep in contact with Brad quite often. They have got some really, really neat stuff coming up in the near future. So if you don't have Go Wild already, go download that. Um, and I think you're going to enjoy it. It's, it's really good stuff. Tethered, I got to shoot my second deer out of a saddle. Sweet. Yeah, I'm pumped, man. I love it. We were talking to that old man today in the uh, in the Walmart in the Walmarts, and I started telling him about the saddle and stuff. And I mean, it's really neat hearing people's reactions when they're talking about yes. when you start talking about it. He's like, uh, "So you wear the saddle, and, and do you, you you still wear a harness too?" And we're like, "Nope, it's nope, all it's, just one thing. It's pretty much a safety harness." I mean, I'm telling you, I've never felt so comfortable. I know people have mixed opinions on comfort. A lot of people say that they don't think that the saddle is necessarily the most comfortable as much as it is the most practical for a mobile running gun type setup. But for me, it's more comfortable than any tree stand I've ever sat in. Um, It's fun. Like, it is so much fun just to hang there. I don't mind. Like, when I climb a tree, that's fun. You know, the whole process is just fun. Um, And so, like, I'm, man, I'm falling in love with it more and more every single time I sit. So check out Tethered. Um, Tethered, they're getting caught up. I got an email this week. I'm on their email list. They're getting caught up on a lot of those orders. 
Um, as you heard me say in the last podcast, Greg has said that they started Tethered just to make a good saddle for saddle hunters. And what they ended up doing was creating a buzz within the whole hunting world. And now people are just starting saddle hunting because of Tethered, because of what they've done. Right. And Greg, with his channel, G2 Outdoors, like he posts all these videos, how-to videos. And people just, I mean, they love it, man. And uh, and I don't know why they wouldn't. It is it has become my favorite way to hunt. So check out Tethered. Get you a saddle. Get you a Manus saddle. I I don't have a bad word to say about it, honestly. Just seriously, like not because they're a partner, but because I'm 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 a fan, man. I'm a fanboy. So check out Tethered. Um, lastly, New Breed Archery. Lastly, but definitely not least, because yeah. I am I feel so confident smoking them. Smoking them. Just I mean. You know, I could probably could have taken down that deer with a dart gun, but um, it was, I mean, it was, it's just so much fun to shoot it, man. Like, I i feel confident with it. Yep. I've been banging it around all over the place, and it's, I mean, it's staying dead on. I just love it. But check out New Breed. Go, uh, when you call them up, tell them that, that uh, Southern Ground sent you, and you will get a discount on your bow. Lots of cool things about New Breed. I mean, you it's direct cons, direct to consumer, so you can go in there, um, pick out how you want your bow, customize it, customize the color, customize pretty much anything you want to on it, and they will send it right to your door. You can try one out for 15 days, and I think that's pretty cool too. You don't see a lot of companies do that. So check out New Breed if you're on the, in the market for a new bow or if you just want to see what's out there. I highly recommend New Breed Archery. So... Michael, do you have anything else that you want to add, man? I never do, man. Never do. No. Nope. It's just true. You don't. You're just looking forward to hearing this podcast. I understand. So, uh, yeah, I don't have anything else. So, without further ado, here is our episode with the Southern Outdoorsman. This is the Southern, Southern Outdoorsman's Grounds. Yeah. The, yeah. Southern <laughs> Groundsman. The Southern, the Southern Groundsman. Groundsman. <laughs> this is a Southern Groundsman we like podcast. Now. <laughs> We're going to start a landscaping company. <laughs> and that's how we'll get permission to, to hunt. hunt in rich neighborhoods. Yep. That's what I'm talking about. That's, that's awesome. it. That's it. So a good idea has already been birthed on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a fun week, but I'm wiped out, man. Yep. I'm yeah. not looking forward to pretty much anything tomorrow. <laughs> like, I just don't want to do it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to going back into that marsh tomorrow, but I know I have to. You're going to, you're going to do it. I'm going to do it. You're committed. It's going to suck, but I'm going to do it. So we've, we've only been here for a day. Like, today was our only time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're a bunch of sissies, man. <laughs> Parker's like, I spent 15 hours on the water. <laughs> no, in the water <laughs> yesterday. I spent, I hunted a solid 13 hours yesterday from, I didn't hunt till dark, um, but it was, I mean, what, an hour before dark when I came out? Something like that. It was, it was, it was early, but it rained on me. Every single minute of that day. Yep. yep. Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Embrace the suck. Embrace the suck. Embrace yeah, you know, y'all keep saying that, but I just kind of feel like <laughs> when I'm, when I get to embrace the not suck, 
Man, once you get through the song. When you run an arrow through <laughs> a big old buck. I guess so. I, I don't know, man. It's It's been a fun week, but this place kicks my tail. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I can see being brutal, especially what you're all doing. Yeah. I mean, like, hiking isn't a big deal for, like, me and us. That's because we're used to it. But, like, dude, I can imagine paddling, especially how many miles I've done. Oh, we paddled some miles. Dude. Yeah, so who, who we got here? Who's yeah, here? I was about to say, we need to do some uh, intros. Okay, Andrew Maxwell, Southern Outdoorsman. Ginger Bell Hunter himself, Jacob Myers, Southern Outdoorsman. Uh, JT Watkins. The man who steps on rattlesnakes. Yep. Steps on rattlesnakes. Yep. We'll get to that. We'll get that story. Did that happen recently? <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. This like, summer. Oh, this summer. Larry and a scouting trip. What, July? Look yeah. at that. Yeah. You know, the Bible says something about stepping on the head. Of the snake, it sounds like with your heel. Did you do that? Well, like I would, yeah, probably. Twice. I think probably twice. Going, once going that way, once coming back. Man, it's living the right life. Yep. Who, and uh, Tyler Malone, Southern Ground. And Parker McDonald of Southern Ground. And Michael is here with us, but he had to go track a deer tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, you just make all the noise you want. <laughs> 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 you look tired, Tyler. Wow. Double T. So Tyler got to do his first, his first kayak. Let's talk about uh, that weekend. About that. Yeah. Like, talk about talk about your first weekend. Like, what's your thoughts? Because I, I personally looked at getting a kayak. So you're a perfect example. Uh, Explain benefits and what was bad about it. Uh, you don't have to spend a lot of money on okay. a kayak. Okay. I got a uh, sixty bucks and. Mine, uh, it was pink when I bought it. Mm-hmm. I, why, why so cheap? I camouflaged it and it, it held up. And, uh, one whole day felt like a week long, but one day <laughs> you get used to it after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when you when it starts becoming the norm. Hey, I'm gonna paddle every time that I hunt. Yeah. When that starts becoming the norm, it's like you're just used to being tired after you hunt. That's yep. just. Like how it is. Oh, yeah, dude. That's how I am walking now. When we were getting out of there this afternoon, I was just like ripping through a soybean field. I was plowing it up. Dude, tilling the ground. It was bad. Dragging soybean plants. They were, yeah, they were making fun of me. I was like, I just turned my legs off and I go. (laughs) I'm like, I'm getting back to the truck where my water bottle is. I'm going to go chug all the water. Yeah, because we don't take water with us because we're trying to save weight. And when we're sitting in the truck trying to decide what we need to take, it's like, oh, I just had a drink of that. I don't need that. So like, yeah, I'll take this uh, this camera, this camera arm, all my camo. I'll take uh, maybe a granola bar. Fine. Take a, all, all all kinds of useless crap, and then uh, no, I don't need water. I don't need water. I'm okay. Uh, so are the soybeans in there green? No. No. Well, the so where we saw the deer this afternoon, which we're like jumping ahead here, but where we saw the deer was the soybean field that was like starting to yellow. But okay. It, it was uh, it, they. Uh, Throw out some clover in it, and that's what the deer were eating. Okay. Yeah. No clover. That's cool. Yeah. So we're we're hunting two different two different Tracks. areas, two different WMAs. Or y'all aren't on a WMA, right? Oh, uh, see, before we started this, we should have had code names for everything, but you know. Yeah, code name. So what's code name for that one? Uh, oh, I forgot. What did we call it? Uh, we oh. named that one mountain called Ant Hill. Oh uh, yeah, we we got the Ant Hill. Called Ant Hill unit. There you go. I don't know. We got a whole bunch of random names. We got the Cadillac track. Uh, the tobacco track. The tobacco track. Holy unit. Holy unit. Uh, mountain. The mountain, mountain unit. unit. It's not a mountain. 
Oh, well, thanks for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually a mountain. <laughs> Code names. Yeah, no. But I forgot what we named this place. I don't know. It was something. It's called a privet track because privet's everywhere on it. Dude, I was running through privet. Dude, this like guy. Some kind of dude, bulldozer. Listen, so he took it. So, again, we're jumping ahead to like the hunt. He took us back to the truck, a way we did not necessarily go, and went through a wall. You we walked up, and it was a wall like 10 feet tall of just privet. And I'm like, I filmed it. I'm like, we're not going through. He's like, oh, we're running through. I'm going to run through it. I'm like, I'll clear a path for you guys. 30 feet later, we're still going through it, dude. And it's like, you can't see. It's just like privet in your face. Oh, it's bad. We it got was, out. We're sitting here. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, and so that's why we're doing this podcast so late. It's because y'all decided to go through the privet forest. That's well, the Wall of Jericho of privet. Yeah. Oh, Wall of Jericho. That'd be a good code name. There you go. What's already one in up here? Huh? There's already a Wall of Jericho. Uh, exactly. WMA? No. Yeah. Well, part of Skyline. Well, that's not where we're going, so I guess people are just going to be confused. Just let them be. That's the point. Yeah, that 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 uh that thicket claimed Jacob's quiver, which we didn't realize till we got back. You didn't back find to the it? Truck. No, no, we found it. Oh, okay, we didn't go back. Did you hear what I told him? No. I was like, Jacob goes off and buys all this <laughs> stupid crap. All the gear that anybody would ever need every 10 minutes. He's an un- unboxing video. and yep. <laughs> He can't buy a quiver that'll stay on his bow. <laughs> it was bad, man. It made for a great track job and a great video. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. Jacob, Jacob was upset. There, there, there was a grip and grin at the end of it. I'll say that. He was like, oh, it might be back at the base of the tree. I'm like, then it's sleeping there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, let it, we'll let it lay overnight. <laughs> we'll let it lay. We'll, we'll track back it out. <laughs> Bring the dog and everything in the morning. Dude, so, yeah. So, all right. Let, let's uh, let let's let's kind of go over the hunts a little bit, so people know what we're talking about. So yeah. So uh, Parker, you have scared all the bucks. Oh, the all, of them. all of them. All of them. Every single one. I feel like I've seen every single buck <laughs> on the freaking place. Gosh, man. Walk through it. Well, what you got? I'll paddle through it real quick. <laughs> um. Um, so I've been on deer pretty much in every spot that I've been into in March there was a deer in it at the moment that I accessed it so there's that Um, either a deer or human so this morning there were 47 people all all over the, the area and I was going I, I I was joking with Tyler. Said the magic school uh, the magic school boat dropped everybody off, dropped all the kids <laughs> off at the on these on these little islands that are back there. Anyway, so I mean, there's deer. I I was seeing deer with my eye with my uh, flashlight this morning, already on those little islands, and so I couldn't get in there because I'd bump all those deer. Mm-hmm. Well, by the time I found a spot this morning, it was already too late, and uh, I jumped a deer at a buck out of his bed. And then I jumped another buck out of his bed this evening. Pretty pretty good buck. Real good buck, buck actually. Yesterday afternoon, I drove, or I paddled um, to a new spot, and there was a deer standing in the water looking at me. And then a buck, and I found his bed yesterday. And then uh, last weekend, 
I saw Big Buck swim across the water in front of me. And you think he got whacked? I think he got killed. Yeah. Yeah, because there was a boat. There was a mud boat. Uh, not a mud boat. Uh, just a boat. Um, I don't know what kind. Uh, that was parked there, and that deer crossed the water like 50 yards on the other side of that boat. And I was like, what the heck is he doing? And so I ended up going and getting set up not too far away. About 30 minutes later, that boat cranked up and left with one guy, comes back with two guys, and then leaves again for the night all before dark. I'm like, yep, he's not around anymore. Oh boy, got shot. Yep. Which, congrats, I mean, to whoever killed that dude, that was a, I don't know how it happened that way for you, but. Good for you? Yeah. So, that's where I'm at. Uh, There was a deer standing by my kayak this morning when I got down. At what, what time was it? 10.30? About 10.30, there was deer, deer standing by my kayak. There's deer all over the place. They just ain't walking in front of my tree. Yep. What about y'all? Y'all, y'all, y'all been seeing a lot of deer? So I'll start with my morning. Uh, I saw a doe on the walk-in, and then I saw a fawn on the walk-out. And that was it. <laughs> oh, and I saw a dude in somewhere in the middle. A I dude? I walked way back up in there, and I got, like, under this guy's tree, and I hear a whistle. I'm like, where'd that come from? And he whistles again, and I'm like, this is embarrassing. And I look up, and he's, like, he's like waving at me from behind the tree. I'm like, sorry. Was it already light? Oh, yeah. It was, like, 845. I was just pushing back in. So did y'all, even, did y'all even come out of the woods at all today after you went in? Yeah, yeah. I was just pushing back there. I was the only truck at the parking lot. And I didn't see any boats in the slough back there. So I was like, okay, push up in there. I don't know where the dude came from. So after I ran into him, I just backed out, went back to camp, buried some taters under some coals. So you really didn't even hunt this morning much? No, I didn't do it. I, I should have slept in you this walked. morning. I walked. We could, we could have shot a doe this morning, and it snuck up on us. And the next thing I know, it's behind him. <laughs> so we did a double set. Actually, backtrack the day before. Uh, today, yesterday, that'd be Friday. I uh, drove around, knocked on a bunch of doors. Actually, only knocked on two doors. Try to get permission to access public through private. Um, since I didn't want to necessarily walk in with the wind at my back the whole time or come in with a boat, so I got access to one property. And I was like, Yeah, no problem. Just pull in the backyard over and just walk back there. And uh, anyway, so we did that and found a lot of deer sign, got set up, and got turned around in the swamp. And so we hiked, we hiked about eight tenths of a mile to sit 700 feet from the car, <laughs> like legit, straight up. Onyx wasn't working. Off, I didn't have offline. I didn't download it. Onyx wasn't working, dude. I get up, Google I Earth get wasn't up, up the tree and pin where we are and drag it to the car and it's 712 feet. Yeah, but feet, feet, feet. 712 Son feet. Son of a gun. That's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, it is, man. A little over 200 yards. <laughs> but we saw one. Had one doe sneak up on us. Uh, we were sitting in between two just marshy little thickets. There was a little land bridge that we were kind of sitting on. A doe, I looked down. I'm like filming him or something. I looked down. There's a doe, which a very small doe, yelling from last year. It looked like a bobcat. Walked right behind him. Hey, man. And then uh, next thing I know, it's already out 30 yards behind him. Another one of the pocket deer. Yeah, a little pocket Hey, listen. Deer. Listen, you need to kill another one so you have enough meat to make up for a whole deer. <laughs> Like, that's exactly a whole, right. a whole normal deer. You're a hundred percent right. Go. <laughs> God put that deer right in front of you so you mm. can have a full deer. 
Yeah. How many of you? How many of you killed so two. far this year? Two. Two. Shot three. Didn't recover the first one. So, uh, two of them off the ground. Tennessee's been good to you. It's easy. Um, if you can kill, if you can kill, you're not, you can go up there. It's easy. I didn't say that on the podcast. That's that's <laughs> what I, that's what everybody said about Kentucky too. But no. Yeah. Well, it's like if you're just finding does now, bucks might be a little bit different. I mean, I, I've found some bucks, but it's like if you're just going to go and you just want to go kill some does, it, uh, I don't think it's, it'd be uh, overly difficult, especially out of a day or two. So that's I'll, crazy. It's always going to new spots. It's never spots I've been to before. Scouting, yeah, going it's blind. Just... Deer numbers are crazy though. Deer numbers up there, it's phenomenal. I'll tell you what we need to do in the future. We need to do a podcast on Jacob's like permission game. Like, I, your success rate is, like, high as far as, like, getting access to private. He's got a lady who not only gave him permission to access through her property, but to shoot turkeys on her property, and she bakes some cookies whenever he comes by. Every time. No way. Yep. That salesman. You just got that salesman it's, it's awesome. <laughs> in your blood, it. man. Yep, I love it. And she feels bad for you because you're a ginger. I, no, she loves my hair. <laughs> That's another thing. They love my hair, dude. I'll go, man, I'll make sure that hair looks good. I'll walk up, so, and they're like... Does she think y'all are like together? I don't know. If she's eighty-five years old. I don't mean. I don't hey, mean hey, if she has some more property, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it could work out. How many acres do you have? She's only at four. That I don't know. <laughs> Put a couple zeros behind it. Maybe okay. <laughs> That's oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. The morning was kind of slow. Yep. Afternoon is good. Afternoon, Afternoon is awesome. Yeah. Eventful. And that's another thing. We scouted yesterday. I scouted hunting pressure. I wanted to see where guys were parking on Friday and we kind of play that to our hand today and uh, I definitely think it worked out for us but yeah afternoon was uh, was interesting to say the least didn't know yeah. what we really wanted to do and uh, decided to go to one spot and wanted to hike in back to some marshes I mean pretty much what it was I mean it was mm-hmm. a I mean how far was it mile a mile as the crow flies but it's probably mile, at least a mile and a quarter Mom yeah, man. at least because you got to zigzag cross mm-hmm. three creeks. It's terrible. <laughs> like swamp grass in there, it's like up to your hips that you just gotta like wade through. It's like you find deer. A lot of blowdown too. It's like a ton of blowdown. Yeah, and you like find pockets of deer sign. There's no deer sign. Pockets of deer sign. No deer sign. Yeah. It's like you think it'd be everywhere, but it's not. And huh. that, that was that made me paranoid. Yeah, when we got in there and we we're like we saw like a couple like month old rubs. I was like, mm-hmm. oh crap. We walked like all the way in here, and we're gonna see like a coyote and a squirrel. And, and that's what that's one of my tactics is like there, there's I, I believe there's a point when you're walking so far in, you're walking into more pressure. Yeah. Like because people are either coming from the backside or people are, are making around to somehow get in there. And I felt that's what we were doing. We we're like walking mm-hmm. so far, getting past the point of no return. Walking but, past the deer. That's I, I do that a lot. I'll be like, oh, if the signs this good here. Yeah. What's over there? Surely. Oh, no, yeah, dude. It's yeah, be... it's like not knowing what to walk past is a hard. Well, that's what helped us today. Yeah. So we had we all three walked in this afternoon. We were kind of like stagger where we were going to see it set up. Mm-hmm. We had JT set up in one location. It had big blowdown and just it just looked good around the creek. We made like 120 yards and dude, there were deer sign was everywhere. And it was this big oak huh. flat and a uh, little creek crossing and stuff like that. Or like, dude, I called him. I'm like, you set you set up it? I was like, I even unloaded my backpack. I'm like, walk up here and you need to sit here. They <laughs> freaking. It paid off. That's it where he was, huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So he said about 130 inch nine point. Yeah, he's a big deer. What? He's, what did he look like again? He's just he's about two and a half, three year old deer, roughly. Uh, just big, about 10, 11 inch G twos. Main beam is about touched in the front. 
Oh, really? Yeah. He's big mass. He watched it for a while, too. Yeah, I watched him for about 45 minutes. Paul made it under the G2s. Oh, big deer. God. Just didn't have a camera. Look, no, camera. no camera. No camera. The only guy in, in this room that didn't have a camera with right. him. Right. He was about 80 yards away. Golly. Had a GoPro. Yeah. All he had to do was hang it right. Throw the GoPro at him. him. Right there Might get him. a good shot somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you're filming the GoPro in 4K, we could blow, blow that up. joker up and we'd be good to go. Yeah. You wouldn't have been up seeing it. it was so thick. The only <laughs> oh, yeah. way he was, it was thick. Yeah. He's on the he's on the south side of a marsh. But that, that, that's the crazy thing. Talking about like how old how young he thought that deer was. I talked to another landowner I was trying to get permission from, found out he wasn't the landowner I needed to talk to. He talked to me for an hour and he hunts just north of that property and uh they killed a hundred and forty one inch two and a half year old. They took it to a biologist and aged it two and a half year old, hundred and forty two inch or hundred and forty one inch. And uh, that was like three or four years ago. He's like, the genetics are here. I'm like, that deer would have been a 200 inch yeah. deer probably if it would have made the five or six. That's crazy, man. That's nuts. So, so, so what kind of uh, what kind of deer sign are you seeing? Like buck sign? Well, we got in there. So we we put JT in his spot, and we're pushing in deeper. And we hit the south side of the marsh where that buck ended up walking. And there was like two robes right there that were just kind of old. They're like not really impressive, but it was right on the south side of that bedding area and if if it wasn't so i we stopped and i was like this is a good spot but we're too close to jt so we kept going and then we went through an area that was just kind of void you know rubs here and there mm-hmm. and then we got back to this one spot where there's a cattail marsh i mean it's like like a i don't know it's, it's mostly mostly dry but there's pockets of water in it a lot of cattails mm-hmm. with a thick brush around the edges and there was probably like 15 or so like brand spanking new rubs way high up on the trees like good sized trees too two fresh scrapes yeah i was gonna say found some scrapes too that were kind of caught me off guard because mm-hmm. they weren't like you know you find like community scrapes this time they, they mm-hmm. make community scrapes look like buck was trying to work that edge right there mm-hmm. on the tree line yeah um so that was that was kind of fascinating as well it got me kind of fired up for that location but yeah just couple rub or a couple scrapes and then you know a mixture of rubs but we never found we found a couple of big rubs next to that cattail marsh other than that man they're like i mean nothing like what you know we've seen on other properties mm-hmm. nothing like that i mean not nothing like on a tree the size of a leg <laughs> right but, i mean still like good sized trees and they're like hip height or above mm-hmm. and there's some good trails coming out of there there's some like tiny land bridges going through the marsh that had good trails on them and uh yeah, so we set up right there in the corner of that field. <laughs> hey, bro, we're recording. I'm sorry. <laughs> that background noise, though. Real world field. Are you man. drinking that water? Yeah. Is that water okay to drink, Tyler? Uh oh. Uh oh. Here he is. That's a party. Oh, he's, he's taking my place. So bad, and everything. Chicken made me sick today. Remember the chicken? Uh-huh. Man, I can barely walk. Barely bad, dude. We're recording right now. Say hello, introduce yourself. What's up, guys? I'm the slamming the door dude. Stripper. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough with audio content to like so get the actual feel. Like literally, the the feeling of the room is right now. I can't wait until this podcast is over because I want to go to bed. Yep. Like I feel like every single person truck. in here is thinking the same thing. I, I really. I'm I really tired. hope I wake up in the morning. In time I really around. hope I wake up because I gotta go to work. Yeah, that would suck. So, I suggest waking up. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. 
Yo, I got into poison oak again today. Uh, Dude, uh, uh, let me tell you the, about some poison ivy. We're about ivy to figure out how allergic me and Andrew are poison ivy. So, Andrew picks the one tree. It's the one tree we can sit on on this one spot where these yeah, deer. Yeah, we're like, that's rubs. a gnarly tree, but I was like, we have to sit in that tree. Are we really recording right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, we got up in that joke. Tyler, you going to bed, bro? Yeah, I'm still sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's the McDonald's, man. <laughs> 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 it's just uh, Michael's taking my place. Oh. <laughs> hey, For everybody Tyler, listening, can I have one of your beers? Yeah, go ahead. Well, we can't say that. Oh, yeah. I guess we, we can edit it out just like we away all my spots. Oh, we've already. Uh, oh God. We might have spilled the beans a little bit, kind of. Not really. I mean, if someone's doing their homework, they can figure it out. But the way that y'all are talking about your spots, <laughs> I don't know if anybody'd want to come in there. No. Just be, I, I don't. Well, oh, God, dry. thanks, Andrew. Be a drop in the ocean. <laughs> the way you guys are talking about yellow spots, I don't know that anybody would care to go in this place. <laughs> you, got, you got the magic school boat. I don't think you're going to have anything to worry about. <laughs> What's your name? JT. JT, Michael. Nice to meet you, man. So, Michael and JT just met for the first time yeah. ever. That was, yeah. that was cute. That was met nice. the rest of y'all. Yeah. yeah. Other parties, exactly. parties. So you just got done stripping at another house. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was quick. I'm proud of you. That was good. That was real quick. Said. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty dirty. Oh, well, man. comes with the business, I guess. That's so delirium, I guess. So you were. Uh, uh, not stripping. You were no, yeah, I was. While you were track, while y'all were tracking that deer. Yeah, <laughs> we had strobe lights going and <laughs> <laughs> had the dog out there and everything. Should have seen the boat. It was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had purple lights around. around <laughs> y'all were using those LED strips, just cranking some drape. <laughs> Oh we my were, gosh. We were, I don't even know where we were. I don't know what you're talking about. Talking about, oh, you said something about poison oak? Oh. I bear hugged a giant poison ivy vine and put yep. my face in it. My whole arm is going to be covered? Yep. Um, probably by like tomorrow. I don't so, get it. So we got up in a tree and it was all poison ivy the whole way. It was the only tree we could get in. And he's like, all right, we're going to make it happen. And I'm like, all right, you go up, pull it up. He didn't pull any of it up. And my face, like, well, I'm hanging down. I was like, like, <laughs> face, freaking hands, mouth. I mean, so we'll find out how allergic I am. I'm normally not that bad, but we'll see. So. Dude, I had it I had it last week or two weeks. Was it two weeks ago? Mm. About two or three weeks know. ago. You've had it so many times. That I had it, I had it right here on my forehand. Or my forearm. Mm. It was like all scabbed over. Dude, it was, it was like man. one giant scab right here. Oh man! It's still a little bit scabby. You can, oh, I mean, dude. you can kind of see that. There's a couple spots of scab. Yeah, dude, that, no, that's rough. In there. That's that's one thing. That's a, that's a no go. That's a no go, man. You cover from poison ivy, man. Poison oak, whatever. You gotta Part, do what it takes. It comes with the territory, bro. Yeah, Andrew had a classmate try to. Use the restroom out in the woods and use poison ivy to uh No to way. Yeah, oh, True story. And he got it all all up in his butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had to go to the, the doctor. Poison ivy. That wasn't poison ivy. 
go to the doctor. I really don't want to have to edit this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Tough uh, <one> though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Um, so, Michael, now you've been up here quite a bit. What, what, what kind of... Me and him found a whole herd of bucks. Yeah, so can you explain what happened that time when y'all came up here and what it's like now? Because it seems like it's a pretty difference. <laughs> it feels the same to me. They're just Well, I don't know. I haven't even been to Mud Creek since me and you come up. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> Dude, you kill us, man. I, I, you can't come to Tennessee. I'm sorry, man. You'll, 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 you'll slip. If you don't know the code names, man. Mm. Just don't even tell them the name of the place. You're going to the Cadillac track, okay? Don't book on Onyx. We'll just call this, uh, like, the Furnace up here or something. Or the Furnace. Sammy's. Furnace. Furnace. Place in Birmingham? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kids, I, I killed my best buck. <laughs> I just went wrong with the strip. On Thanksgiving morning. I killed my best buck on Thanksgiving morning on the dude who owns the furnace's property. Really? Yeah. He he owns some property out there by uh by Taney Hill. And we know a guy who he just he he doesn't care about the land, I guess. Or uh, maybe he does. What is the fur well, let's for everybody listening? The furnace it's not from is a strip club. Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, it's a strip club, and somehow the owner of that strip club knows somebody who lives out on 13, which is where I, I like pretty much grew up out there, and he basically was like, hey, yeah, you can manage this land and uh, make a hunting club out of it, and so that's where we hunted. Yeah. That's killed cool. A, killed a pretty good buck out there. That's Whole awesome. World. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. So... That was a random So we just went from a strip club to killing deer to yeah. Michael stripping, and y'all heard the Velcro because he was pulling his pants off when he walked in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this game. I'm so, I'm so... I got so lost with the stripping comments. But we were talking to you about something. Oh, you asked him it's like, like, what the difference what's is. What's the difference from when y'all were up here scouting and saw all the bucks to what it's looked like now, so far, <clears> especially with hunting pressure? Um. Well, I don't know. I've only been here for, like, Five hours. Yeah, you didn't come up last week. Uh. Uh-uh. I thought you okay. Uh. Uh-uh. Now they they all. I mean, me and Nathan and Tyler up. did. Um, I was supposed to come up, but mm-hmm. my wife uh, had some issues, so I ended up staying at home with her. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I didn't get to go hunting at all last week, which sucked because last week was one of those weeks that were just killer. Yeah, people yep. kill a big deer. Yeah, I don't know. Um, when I went in today, I mean, I saw deer. I think I saw three or four. Um, so I mean, the numbers are still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other guy shot a, a decent buck. We tracked him for, I don't know. The dog ended up walking four miles, and that was before we even started heading back towards the boat. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was cutting. Yeah, cutting trail. Yeah, cutting back and forth, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was probably a good solid mile, mile and a half, you know, straight following blood. Yeah. And then we just ran out. It's, it's tough, man. Where do you think it he is. did it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't know. know. Uh, the air didn't look all that great. Um, looked like they may have got some fat or something. Yeah. Cause it didn't have much blood on there. Brisket shot. That sounds like a brisket shot. Old brisket shot. Been there, done that multiple yeah. times. There's real good blood. There's real good blood, and I mean, we followed blood for, like I said, probably. I mean, it was pretty close to a mile. That's I mean, what my doe was. I shot earlier this season, and dude, she bled like crazy. Yeah. Real bright blood. 
bubble, a little bit of bubbles, and then like on the arrows, like a little bit of fat. And then she like she'd bleed for a while, she'd dry up, she'd bleed for a while, dry up. And we had a dog on her dog, mm-hmm. couldn't find her, just lost the trail when she circled back. <clears throat> so same thing with us. Yeah, I would so much rather miss like miss my shot oh, yeah. back and hit guts. Yeah, because a gut shot's gonna be. A good dog can find a gut shot deer pretty easily. Yeah, they like the yeah. gut. I mean, Ammon McKinney, the or guy you, that's been on our show before. You could also ricochet off of a, a branch and just hit the hind quarter. That's happened twice, past two seasons. Mm-hmm. That joker, I mean, we found that deer. What did it go? Like 40 yards, maybe? 40 yards. Okay, the artery up yeah, high. Yeah, that femoral. Yep. Uh, same thing with the buck last year. It deflected off of a little um, piece of sage. And that. That deer didn't go out of sight. Yeah. Be now nice I mean, if that could happen every single time he hit. Yeah. No, I've had a buddy that's done that with a doe before. Just quartering away and he slipped too far back. But, yeah, deer died 34 yards. Yeah. So, that's what happens when we hit him in the right spot. But, I don't know. I, this this season, I haven't had the best luck. I've had to bring two different dogs out to track. Uh, first doe, I shot brisket. And shot got pushed forward, deflection. <clears throat> and uh, that was freaking miserable. And that was opening day in Tennessee. And then second arrow shot, shot her at six yards off the ground. And she was freaking about to walk on top of me. Yeah. Freaking shot her, quarter two, and went behind the shoulder. And in the moment of everything, I thought I put it, like, right between the shoulder and the neck. And thought I slipped it through there. But behind the shoulder, and it exited between her legs. And she ran out. The, the arrow fell out. We got pulled out about 50 yards. She bled for 20, 30 yards. Intestines filled up the hole. And it wasn't bleeding out of her side. Right. It was raining, and we couldn't find her. So we brought a dog out. She ran, I think, like 220 yards. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But it shows you the importance of having a dog. That's like yeah. when the, the guy yeah. I had come and out. And did you see a big difference between the first dog and the second dog, like as far as the ability? Yeah, well, y- yes. It, it might have been because of the handle. The, uh, the first handler that I went with, he's been doing this for like 17 years. This dude's a professional. He sells dogs, high, high dollar dogs, like dogs that cost more than some vehicles right. on the market. But in his dog just I don't know just wasn't wasn't doing well with the whole hunt. But this other guy, he was a newer dog, it was a bloodhound he had, and he'd been doing it for a couple of years. And that dog had no problem. Went we had to wind it, he, you know, couldn't smell much of a trail. We just had to circle down, and he winded it and uh, went up and found it. Huh. But um, it's yeah, it's just uh, kind of fascinating. It's one of those things that you know Charles Miller, the guy we had on our podcast and tracked for me before. Uh, he's like you know, you should always have you know guys spend all this kind of money on these trips like what we're doing now. You know, it makes sense to have a guy or two in your back pocket that you can know you can call to bring a dog out. Sure. It just makes yeah. sense. You know, oh, yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. You know, when I lived in Alabama, I never even thought about calling a dog. I didn't know that was a thing, dude, until like mm-hmm. last year. I never right. knew people did that. Yeah, I didn't know that, you know, they didn't want to charge you an arm and a leg. I figured it'd be like 500 bucks, you know. The... Oh, I know some guys that charge that much. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, yeah, right. One of the best dogs out here in Alabama is Woodrow, like, Mm-hmm. Have y'all kept up with him much mm-hmm. with Woodrow and Ammon? So Woodrow's the dog, Ammon's the owner, mm-hmm. and they find more deer than any dog I see on. It's ridiculous. Social media, yeah, he's I mean, insane. It really is. Um, but he lives like forty-five minutes away from here. Yeah. So Woodrow, have y'all ever seen a picture of Woodrow? Mm-hmm. No. Oh my god. He's just like a it's mutt. Gonna blow your mind. Like no lie. Did you see that this video where he gotta... dr- where he drowned that deer? Uh, he drowned a deer. The dog did. The dog did. That's a good dog. I think it was out here. Wow. It looks like it. I can see like some terrain features that yeah. look like it's out here. Yeah. But the dog they got up on the deer is the hunter's first deer with a bow, and Woodrow got in there and drowned it. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Dang, man. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or a good dog. That's a good dog. That's what that is. Yeah. Dog wants it. Well, that's like one thing. I don't know what the regs are down here in, Ten- in Alabama, but I know in Tennessee it's pretty strict. They got to be on like a 20-foot leash at all times. Right. Yeah. And like, there, I know there are rules up there. Is like if you find the deer and it's still alive, they have to back the dog out. It's like a couple hundred yards before you can do anything with that deer. Really? Yeah. Did you know? I forgot what I was going to say. I'm so tired. Did you know? Oh, Ammon was telling me about. Um, what was I going to say? That's oh what we <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. Oh, okay, I've seen him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That dog's insane. Mm-hmm. He's insane. Um, Ammon was telling me that, uh, like, whenever he gets. Mm-hmm. I've listened to him talk on not on other podcasts on his Facebook page listen to him do his videos and stuff mm-hmm. when people send him like a gut shot deer or like some some marginally hit shot you know marginal shots mm-hmm. that most people would be told like uh, you might not find that deer he loves them like gut shot deer puts out so much scent you yeah. know and stuff the dogs just get mm-hmm. right on it yeah I was um, told the same thing it's kind of fascinating again you know, it gives you a lot more confidence when you're going hunting. It's not not to give confidence to make bad shots, but it gives you confidence that if the you know worst comes to worst, you can call on somebody mm-hmm. that has a trained mm-hmm. dog that really knows what they're doing. Right. I got I got a I got a Facebook shout out from a guy the other day who shot a buck, and he literally said he gave me a shout out and said I wouldn't have killed this I I wouldn't have probably recovered this deer if I wouldn't listen to your podcast about tracking. Mm-hmm. Because I had no idea that that was even a thing. Yeah, I, most people don't like. Just crazy. Uh, my uncles down in Alabama, they did not know. I mean, they knew like some guy might have a mutt or a dog. Like, oh yeah, I can track a deer. Right. But they don't go out week in and week out. Like, you know, I, I'm friends with quite a few guys up in the Tennessee Blood Trail Network, mm-hmm. and there are guys that literally do this full time as a job, or they own their own business where they they have the flexibility. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you shoot one in the morning, yeah, I come back that afternoon and check it or whatever. Right. Like, it's just it's cool. They love doing it. Yeah, and it's like hunting them. The guys that do it, they yeah, like you said, they have a passion for it. They want to help out those hunters to you know recover those deer. Uh, one of the guys that uh, we did a podcast with and I stay in touch with him pretty regularly is the uh, Charles Miller. Uh, he's done a couple of different elk up in Kentucky. He travels all over the place. It's like you know if someone needs him and he's gone to West Virginia a couple times. He's gone to Virginia a couple times. But he tracked two bull elk in uh, uh, Kentucky this year, and they didn't recover each one. Both of them they found living two days later. Dog found them two days later, and both were fine. Marginal hit shots is high, like you know, up in the uh, back strap and everything. But uh, it's just phenomenal, like what some of those guys will do. So. What I was gonna say a while ago is, did you know that in Tennessee you're talking about <clears throat> weird law, like different laws in yeah. Tennessee? In Tennessee, you have to have your hunting license to track deer. That's what I mean. That's oh, what, like for like that track for the track. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. Ammon, Ammon, I think it was Ammon. It was either Ammon or my friend Brian, mm-hmm. their guy. One of them. I'm pretty sure it was Ammon. Told me that he had gotten a ticket because he didn't have. He had crossed over into Tennessee to help uh, track a deer for this for this dude, and mm-hmm. game warden came up, gave him a ticket because he was going in the woods without a license. Without a license, yeah. I'll, I'll say Tennessee probably has the one of the highest in-state hunting license costs I've ever seen. Which, but, you know, their whole thing is that's how they pay for everything they do in the state. It's all uh-huh. license-driven. 
Uh, there's no outside funding for it. But I mean, Same in Alabama. 170 bucks, dude, for like sportsman's license for in-state guy. That's pretty pricey, man. I can go to Ohio for that price. But you know, I I talked to another guy the other day that's from Tennessee, mm-hmm. and now if you were if you're from Tennessee, mm-hmm. like they have like a resident like homecoming type thing where you pay the same as a resident if you're from Tennessee and say you live in New York City. Oh wow! You can use your Tennessee residency. That's cool. Like you don't have to have a residency in Tennessee, but the birth certificate or something. Sure, yeah, you're born there or something. That's cool. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that, but I'll tell you one thing. Like I bought my lifetime Alabama license this summer, mm-hmm. and uh, I look. I was looking at the, what the lifetime license costs for Tennessee. It's like nineteen hundred bucks, no, or twenty one hundred dollars. Oh my good! Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. If yeah. I had a decent truck for that. No, but Al- but that's what I'm saying. Alabama people don't understand how good people like Alabama. Alabamians have it. Mm. Hunting license, dude, 25, 30 bucks, 45 bucks. Get five turkeys. Dude, like, three bucks. It's amazing on what's going on in other states. That, I three mean, bucks and then pretty much a, a dough a day. Yeah. If you want to, with a bow. So, yeah. that's that's one thing that's kind of crazy because, I mean, every other state, dude, I mean, it's, it's you know, 50, 60, 70 bucks for mm-hmm. a hunting license, something like that. How do you think it stacks up as far as deer numbers, deer density? I, I was telling Parker, you missed it. I was telling Parker, like, not to, like, dog on anybody from Tennessee but it's a little easier I think if you're just trying to kill a doe it's pretty easy to kill a doe in Tennessee yeah. every doe every deer we shot this year every scout of the place I was looking on the map and the deer numbers are there Yeah, deer, deer numbers are there it, it makes it fun when you're going out I mean you're going to see something if you know what you're doing you, if you know what you're doing down here you go up there you're going to find deer right I told him that's what y'all told me about Kentucky and then Kentucky just took my butt <laughs> I mean but you found deer though it's just yeah the you pattern. missed a good buck we all miss them. I missed a good day. Andrew's missed two this year. Dude, aren't you so a little bit glad that you didn't hit that deer, though? Actually. Because you didn't have to drag a deer? When we were climbing down out of the tree, it said, and I was like, I hope that I don't, like, discover I actually hit it at this point. Yeah, pull up Jacob. (laughs) Yeah, get down there and be like, oh. That's what happened in Tennessee with him. Yeah. I got down there, I went to the arrow, and I was like, ooh. This is gross. Gut shot deer to recover the deer next morning. Yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah. So is this? Would y'all consider this to be like one of your favorite times of the year to get in the woods? Uh, we're kind of mid early season, I would say. It depends, on what, it depends on what state we're talking. I'll tell you, Tennessee is getting hot now. Yeah. Uh, down here, I mean, it's it's fun. It's cool. Now, mm-hmm. if it was seventy five, eighty degrees, this hunt right here would be miserable. Mosquitoes and everything else. Oh my god! That's hey, you talking about mosquitoes? <laughs> it was cold and windy this morning. I yeah. still had mosquitoes around me. Nope. They're freaks. They won't and die. You'll be like, like helicopter mosquitoes. X Men yeah. mosquitoes. <laughs> these, are. these are mutants. Yeah. It was it was crazy. But is it, is it kind of do you like? Uh, in Alabama, I, I never had success early season, but I love that last week of October going into November because to me that's when the deer number the deer really. If you can find the food source and everything, they're pretty predictable at that time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, hunting places like, you know, place down central Alabama, we'd hunt public land and stuff like that. You know, stuff's starting to kind of heat up a little bit, at least with the younger bucks. Yeah. You can kind of start getting some bigger deer on their feet more times during daylight, uh, trying to start looking around, see what's going on. Uh, plus, a lot of people are kind of, a lot of, I mean, it's, it's true, a lot of guys will bow hunt early season, first couple of weeks of early season, and then they wait until pretty much gun season. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys do that. So it's a perfect time to go hit public land right now because a lot of guys, unless it's a hunt like this, a lot of guys are like, oh, I'm just going to wait. You know, freaking muzzleloader season comes up in a couple of weeks. You know, right. rifles, you know, a month out. No big deal. So I know you're a crossbow advocate, Michael. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, for ground hunting, it just makes sense using a crossbow. Right. 
But man, I'll bet I'll bet you this hunt went up whenever more people started using crossbows. I bet the numbers, the hunter numbers, went up. Yeah. Yeah. In here because I feel like every single person I've seen in here is hunting with a crossbow. Really. And a lot of them are on the ground. You know, like basically it's hunting the way you would hunt. A lot of people would hunt rifle. Yeah. I don't have anything against mm-hmm. it. I saw. I thought that was interesting. No, I mean, <clears throat> anything to get people out there and, and mm-hmm. get interested in it. I mean, the numbers are just going down so quick. You know, and I, today it was really hard. I told Tyler, I'm, I hate, I think I said, I think my exact text was, I hate this place. Like, <laughs> I hate this place, period. <laughs> um, but the more I thought about it, you know, the more I've been like, you know, I mean, at least people are out enjoying the outdoors you know i mm-hmm. i pretty much just cut my hunt i jumped that buck today and i could have went a little bit further but i didn't want to push anything away from those guys you know mm-hmm. it really challenged it for me it challenges me hunting public land especially i'm not used to people being around you know because where i hunt at bankhead i, I don't see people yep. you know yeah um but it, it's just how do y'all feel about that i love you, the cat and mouse you, game i love it do you feel like it it <clears throat> helps you or hurts you to have hunting pressure pushing deer around? Depends on what your what edu- depends on what your hunting education level is at. If you're just a basic guy, like nothing against it, because this was me, you know, five, six, seven years ago. If you just go down to the family farm and you're used to sitting green fields and stuff like that, you won't be able to handle hunting pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you're someone that's you know skilled on kind of what you're doing, you know what to kind of look for. Mm-hmm. Hunting pressure go to your favorite that's like what we did today all right day yeah. push back there in that corner yeah mm-hmm. i mean seriously this morning yeah. when i was walking in i was like you know i, I kind of hope there are a bunch of people on the front of this place because mm-hmm. like the back is so hard to get to i mean it took us two hours to get to where we were going and then it took you know we had to hang our stand and you i mean your stand uh, yeah I, and saddle so <laughs> well, shut up <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I like the pressure, honestly. It yeah. works in your favor. And the place I'm hunting back home, uh, like I took uh, an afternoon that I could have gone hunting. There's like a cold front rolling in and everything, but I was like, I don't know. I don't I, I don't really have any spots picked out, so I just drove around, figured out where the people are, mm-hmm. and kind of relate that based on what I learned there last year and like some terrain features and stuff. And now I've got some areas identified where I'm like, this could be a pocket. This could be a pocket. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing not to get, not for, for guys not to get like consumed with is just because you go out to a new place. Like this is my first year hunting this place. Mm. You go out to a new place. And a lot of times that first year is just trying to figure out stuff. So you're not wasting time next year. Sure. You know, yeah. I mean, Oh yeah. I've had to keep telling myself that about Kentucky. Like, mm-hmm. when we go back to K- Kentucky next year, I could tell you exactly how I'd be hunting it. Mm-hmm. Because I went there, and I would never... I, it's not a wasted trip. I still can go back, because I, I still have a buck tag, but mm-hmm. it's not Speaking a wasted trip. Of, still got two Georgia bucks. Yes, sir. Yeah, you guys... You, I mean, y'all figured out the deer. You figured out kind of where a general area now where these deer are going to be, you know, using that. Yeah. Obviously, I flung an arrow at one of them. I watched that video. <laughs> yeah, it was real sad. You I just got some real. Bro, you just been. I got some real tight video, real <laughs> up close. You know what I'm saying? I got some from tonight too. So what well, we can we can do like a montage of Andrew, Andrew's hunts. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, he turned it into me when I missed that. Don't even watch his reaction, man. I just had a blank amazing. stare for a while. I was like, 
No, no, no. There, there was anger, and then there was just. Oh yeah, I was, I was really mad. For like, a minute. I was like, you idiot, because I thought I shot. How far uh, was the shot? 20, she was twenty-four. Five, twenty-five. Yeah. I held for like twenty-five, and she ducked it. And that that doe, she hit the dirt, son. I should have known, man. It's a big old doe. Someone I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> I said, "It's buck nuts, baby." <laughs> oh, I was like, "Dude, I, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, listen." There's, he's like, hey. "There's the famous picture." <laughs> he's like, "Hey, man." He's like, "You got like a you got a deer right on top of you." I said, "This yeah. is in Georgia." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, here it is, right here." Yeah, yeah. Because I look over and I'm like, "There's a deer right there that's eating the bush that Mike's sitting in." <laughs> no lie, like I could hear him. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, dude!" I was sitting over there. I was like, "You better shoot that thing." <laughs> I, I, I probably would have if it had been legal. Oh, dude! This afternoon, I was I turned to Jacob to tell him something. And I look back and I see this buck standing in the corner of the field. I'm like, "Buck!" And I put the binos on him and he's like this little forky weird thing and I'm like I told Jacob I had you know like my release on and everything I'm like I'm not gonna shoot him but I'm gonna draw on him to like practice and he starts walking towards us and I'm like I actually I kinda hope he doesn't walk over here I might shoot him <laughs> man I've had you get drawn back and you're like oh I can do it there's been times there's been times that and finger I, slip <laughs> I, I killed a deer earlier so I'm not I don't feel like a whole ton of pressure but there's been definite times that I've been like you know what a spike wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> oh, know? dude, I'll shoot a little buck all day. I'll put it on our YouTube channel and I'll catch flack for it. Dude, yeah. Yeah, if y'all can't, if you listen, if y'all can't start getting on some mature bucks, <laughs> no, d- yes, you, you're gonna have to hang I was out. Tell him, that is so funny. Listen, I was. He called me or he t- texted me something about it. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, dude. I was like, I was like, man, that, that's when you know you're doing something is when you got a couple of haters. And dude, that comment, like, that is the funniest thing. Yeah. So. Jake, you, you mind if I share that? Yeah, no, you, yeah, you're good. You, that I'll set up the story, and you can kind of tell what happened. Yeah, little pocket dude. And uh, pocket. Dude. Jacob shot a, a yearling doe, right? No, no. It, was a, it was a fawn of the year. <laughs> it, was, it was clean spots. Yeah, that thing hit the dirt in Ju- probably June or something. Nathan, Nathan, the other day he saw a little doe, and he said, "I'm pretty sure the rain washed away the last spots." Yeah, we had to wipe morning. the milk off its mouth. We got up to it. Yeah, it was a it was a little bitty thing. Yeah, it was. I was like, that's kind of caught me off guard because two just two does walking in, but yeah. It, yeah, in your defense, it happened quick. Cause yeah. we my bow was still on the ground, and like he's like having to push his backpack up against the tree with a crotch to be able to draw back and not drop his backpack. The truth, yeah, dude. So were y'all were y'all even hung yet? Like were y'all? Yeah, we we were right, hung. We, we were, yeah, we were set up, and it was getting one of those spots you know never been to before, but it just looked good on the map. Bugs on everywhere. Yeah, yeah, huge rubs. Yeah, I saw y'all's video. I saw the all the rubs and stuff that yeah. were in there. Good spot. But yeah, just got up and yeah, just caught us off guard. It was like two thirty in the afternoon. It was like when we had a big cold front come through up there. It's like the second day of the cold front. It was high pressure because the first day it was all rainy and nasty. Second day it was just high pressure and those freaking deer were feeding. Mm-hmm. There's you know classic features. You know five or six big red oaks. And dude, I mean you could not take a step without stepping in deer crap. That's the really? first time I've ever found like actual feed trees. Ground's torn up and there's just deer crap. Yeah, it's like everywhere. Yeah. It's almost like turkey sign. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like scratch. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Uh, there was a spot that I hunted yesterday evening and I just got so wet and rained out. I was like, no. Um, but there's a bunch of white oaks dropping in there and it was like that. It looked just like turkey scratch. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a cool. 
That was a cool spot. That's that's one thing. That's one thing we talked about this year is like trying to find more so, more so that feed trees than just like bucks on. Mm-hmm. Like there's no point really sitting over rubs, you know, especially this time of year. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see that like in Kentucky, like early early mm-hmm. season, maybe sitting over a rub line, trying to find some bachelor group of bucks, but it ain't gonna really help you that much this year. Like at this time of the year, I think. But I came with a me- mentality. I told Andrew this. But if I'm going into hunt supplies, I told JT this too. We're going into hunt supplies. I'm not going to see deer. I'm going to kill deer. Like that mentality where I'm going in there. I'm not going to spot just. I think I'm going to see something. I'm going in because I think I can kill something. That's what happened this morning. Go in for the kill, man. Yeah, that's what happened this morning, this afternoon. And ever since I did that mentality, it made me think different when I'm hunting and walking and what I'm looking for. And it's worked out so far this year. So So you've done some, you've done some hunts on the ground. Mm -hmm. Of course, you killed deer on the ground. You've shot two Two on the ground. Covered one. Yep. And now, but now you're in your tethered mantis. Yep. What what do you feel like you're you have more an advantage now? Being able to get up higher, do you feel like, man, I really like I really like that like, down low stuff? It depends on the habitat. If it's privet, like around here, ground hunting would be awesome. Oh, yeah, the I pri- agree. The privet, mm-hmm. dude, I mean, you come through a privet thing and you, up, you have a little open, it's 25 yards wide, you just sit there, especially if it's raining. Like, I'll, I'll still hunt all day long if it's raining. Like, that mist crap, that is perfect. And just to stand there in the, in the shadows and this freaking, that's that's how I killed that last doe. Or, the, I guess it'd be the first doe, second doe I shot. But uh, I don't know, the saddle, I, I like it because, so I'm using two lone wolf sticks now along with some uh, uh, sound approach steps yep. to kind of get the tree. And it's like ultra light setup because I already carry so much camera gear. It's freaking, it's already like it's insane, 12, fi- 12, 15 pounds. So have y'all tried the Aider? No. The, when I say the Aider, the five step, you know, like Yeah, the rock S- SMI, SMI, yeah. <clears throat> Well, it, it won't work for what I'm doing, but you could do it maybe with a long stick. But I don't think you can get. I'm not tall enough to get a five step on there. I'm, I'm five nine. I can't get that long stick high enough up and still have five steps on the ball. Yeah, what are they using? The gym step? Is that what they're using? We talking about? You ain't seen it. Did it? No. Oh man. I mean, it, I mean, I it might. Know it now. might. It might change your whole. Yeah. Whole thought. So you know the little metal little gym step yeah all right what they're doing is they're hanging it up they're taking one of the five step aiders mm-hmm. and they're taking like a hook mm-hmm. you seen it you, you, you talking about the wattage steps with the five step aider you go up and take like three steps to get up to like yeah. 25 yeah yeah because yeah. matthew i can't say his last it. name he's done it that's how i get up the tree he, he and he uses wildage steps i've used wild steps i'm not a fan uh-huh. i don't know if y'all have used them it's kind of sketchy he hung this morning. He hung two muddy steps or sticks, muddy what or whatever your sticks yeah. are, long wolf Appreciate sticks. It. Appreciate it. And went <laughs> and then what six boom yeah. silent approach steps. Yeah, I used five wide edge steps and got as high as him. Yeah. Was, do you do you find that they take longer to set up? Nope. I think I did it first. It's yeah. Once you get once you get the curve, hang of the knot, getting that camo. Once you yeah. get the hang of the knot and getting it in the right mm-hmm. the right tension and you snap it, it's. Don't use soft bark though. Yeah, we really? that yeah, soft bark. They'll slide out real bad. It doesn't matter how tight you get it, it's gonna slide. But you put it on a hard <laughs> bark, hardwood. So are you are you gonna get a platform? Or are you just gonna keep using your? Blind? I use that or uh, my. I have the ring of steps from Bullman. Well. Okay. Yeah. I almost bought a ring of steps the other day. Dude, the ring. I, I, I like it. Like seriously, <laughs> I told. <laughs> I was talking to Greg Godfrey. I'm like, dude, I freaking am loving this ring of steps. I'm like, I'm like, I still want the platform, but. I mean, it's just the, the flexibility of it, and you can, like, you're not just, like, your feet aren't just, like, on a little platform or, like, on the side of the platform. I can, like, maneuver around, and I can, like, if I can take pressure off one leg, it's it's comfortable. It's nice. A lot of people are like, man, I can't be comfortable. 
It's a lot of people yeah. think the, there's no way the saddle should be comfortable, but man, it is. I get in there and I'm like, it's a lot better than that I sit drag. I look forward to it every single time. Tyler, the sit though, drag, I thought I was wearing a pair of thongs. Like, <laughs> I mean, it just didn't cover up like half my butt cheek, yeah. and I mean, just cutting into you. Nah, I wasn't so, a fan of that. But you're pretty used to the, the thong. I am right? used to those thongs. Yeah, <laughs> stripping. I mean, you I saw. Time that, that one time at Andrew's bachelor party, right? <laughs> yeah. you're coming. Uh, right? <laughs> we got well, you're, you're in his books. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's already booked, man. Andrew, get ready. <laughs> I booked it before we were friends. <laughs> so speaking of friendship, um, you guys are kind of like the last people that I thought we'd be doing hunts with this year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> really? Yeah, because I mean, we started, we started our very similar podcast in the same week. Yeah, yep. like literally the same week. Yep. And there was a little bit of tension in that. I mean, I'm sure y'all felt You're it like, too. Who's this guy? Who, who's freaking? This bacon. Who do you think he is? <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. What is it? What do you say, bacon? Bankhead. Oh. What do you think is it? I was wondering. You're talking, to, <laughs> you're talking to him about Bankhead? I don't know. What are you what are talking, talking about? about Were you asleep that whole time? Maybe. I just heard you say I feel Bankhead. like every time somebody else starts talking, I kind of doze off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I doze over here for a little while. You probably watching that. I wasn't watching you, bro. I was, <laughs> I was like, I hope they're not looking at me while I'm resting oh, my eyes. Oh, I'm over Every time Jacob talks, I'm like, okay. It's going to be a minute. (laughs) 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 But seriously, I mean, um, it's interesting. You know, when it comes to deer hunting, a lot of people, they just, it it gets really serious. Like, it gets really serious, and you're like, these guys getting all up in in our, you know, we got these similar podcasts, and Mm. like, it's kind of a cutthroat type deal and uh, I was telling Tyler it's just so much nicer though to have buddies you know to have friends that you can see that's what I like about it there's not a whole lot of people doing what we're doing yeah I mean there's just not down here yet I mean it's gonna catch on yeah but um I really like you know having the camaraderie you know Mm -hmm. people to talk to shoot you know ideas off each other Um, help each other out. I grew yeah. up in hunting clubs where everyone hated each other. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fun. this is my twenty acres. You can't hunt here. That's yeah. my stand. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm. I would. I'd trade. Like legit, dude. I'd trade like a like a nice buck for just like this right here. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of camaraderie. It right. means more to me than. And it's also cool that we're all on the that. same level when it comes to public land hunting. Mm-hmm. Like we all have the same kind of experience with it. Right. So I don't know, bro. I don't know that any of us in this in this space right here. Are on the same level as Michael Pike. Andrew. Andrew. Andrew's got a lot of knowledge. I haven't spent a lot of time with you, so. Me, me and Mike. I, every time we go out, we, we see giant bucks everywhere. I yeah. just feel like Michael. Like we were talking today, I was like, I bet Michael comes in and sees all kinds of deer up in here. <laughs> I got some close encounters with no bucks. Mm-hmm. I'll I, tell you what. I, I beat all of y'all when it comes to seeing bucks from the kayak. I'm telling you, <laughs> I've y'all seen so many freaking bucks, man. I, I'm like, Parker's, Parker sees bucks every single time he goes out, but 
You never see those bucks. Because they're always running away. <laughs> they're always running, bro. You got to slow down. <laughs> and I'm trying, man. I, oh, my God. I don't even want to talk about it. Don't even want to talk about it. But um, I, I agree with you, man. Yeah. Like It's when you can talk to people who... You know, you talk to people at the gas station. I'm sure y'all have had it before, too. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you get into a conversation with somebody who's... Maybe they're public land hunters, but just not, like, the hardcore... Yeah, just like, I'm going to go out on the on the couple gun hunts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. go out with my bow and just see what happens. And, and it's almost... I mean, <laughs> it's almost like talking to somebody who's with a different hobby. Mm-hmm. You, know what, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when you start talking about stuff like... We just did the podcast about thermals. Thermals, yeah. You start talking about stuff like that, and people are like, I'm not, I'm not tracking with you. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I had a guy the other day like yeah. that. I, I was I was uh, explaining thermals to a guy who's curious about it, and this other dude walks by and overhears me talking about it. He's like, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's thermals, this and that. And he's like, my dad don't worry about none of that. Kills lots of bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I bet he does, man. That's how it is. That's how it, it is. You know, it's just... It's just a, uh, it's a different world when you start getting into this. Me and Tyler were talking about that too today. Like, I was asking him like when, because Tyler, Tyler didn't have his his family didn't hunt or anything. He just kind of got himself into it really. And so I was asking him a bunch of questions, trying to kind of figure all that stuff out, you know. And I was like, so when you start hunting, I started doing this, this, and this, and he kind of answered the question. And I was like, um, but when did you like start like hunting? Like, hey, I want to be. I want to be good at this. Like mm-hmm. when I'm sitting in my circle of friends outside of these guys, I want people to be blown away by the, by the amount of knowledge that I have. You know, because that's what it was right. for me. It was like I you want pe- I want people. Yeah, I've heard you talk about that. The, the guy said the greatest compliment that somebody can give you yeah. is that you're a good woodsman. Yeah, yeah, that was my mentor mm-hmm. that said that. It's I mean, like just the, the fact that you have a mentor in when it comes to like. <laughs> The hunting lifestyle. That's Dude, that a lot. guy. He sent me a picture this morning. He went out and killed eight squirrels and a rabbit in one morning. That gum. That's good. Anybody who small game hunts, that's pretty good, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's hard to limit out on squirrels and shoot a rabbit without dogs. Hey, do y'all ever feel really tempted <clears throat> to shoot a fox squirrel whenever they come underneath you? Yeah. Dude, I got a with a killer. Victoria, I, I got some killer video of a fox squirrel. If I'd, today, if I had mm-hmm. a, a small game tip today, I'd have whacked one. They're so cool. I love that. Awesome. I, saw them. I think they're big. Like yeah, yeah. Because like when you go like because like you know down in freaking you know where we're probably Alabash or anything. You know I'm not used to seeing I guess a bunch of fox squirrels. And then we go to, like some of these swamp places and stuff. And I'm like, dude, that thing is giant. We're like, that ain't no little yeah. gray squirrel. That thing is huge. I know. It's like the difference. I'm from West yeah. Texas and we have jackrabbits up there. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. And they're like I the size. They're like the size of a of a small deer. Really? Yeah. Huge. I mean, they're about the size of the deer you killed. That was perfect. That was perfect. Yeah, I mean, they're big. They're li- yeah. literally like, like three of them. Dog. Three of them. Three of these rabbits could probably make up the size of a small deer. Yeah, I mean, because they're just big animals, you know? Um, and then you got little bunnies, you know, out here. Yeah. It's like, how are they even related? You know, it's like a fox squirrel. Those fox squirrels, like their face is just like, mm-hmm. it's, I want one. I want to, I want to, I want to mount one. Yeah. If I ever shoot one, like with my mm-hmm. bow, just because I'm bored one day, I'm going to probably get it mounted and 
Yeah, I got cool. some skins from them that I they, killed when I was a kid. Really? I used to tan skins Andrew's all the time. A, yeah, Andrew's over here tanning freaking anything he gets his hands on. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, I got you squirrel me that skins, I got rabbit skins. I thought your dude, legs yeah. looked pretty tan today. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is he tripping too? <laughs> I saw him and Michael's brochure together <laughs> that they had. It was, at, it was at the gas station earlier, but... <laughs> Y'all, it's it's almost midnight. That's fun. Now let's go trudge. Let's just go ahead and start walking into the marsh now. <laughs> yeah, y'all there. Sleep in the saddle. I'm gonna have to get tomorrow? to the church. Dude, I, I, like, think, I think you could, By the way, I think you could sleep in the tethered mantis with the recliner. I think I think you, dude. I think you could just like and not even worry. I think you could do it. I'm gonna try. I do this, so maybe I'll do it too. Like. So my bridge is right here yeah. in front of me, and I cross my hands like that, and I just go like that. <laughs> I just go to sleep, just like that. That's why all, all the deer are probably coming back to me, and I'm just asleep. The other one is if you got a jacket in your bag, just wrap it around the uh, carabiner. Oh, it's like a, pu- it's like a pillow. You a pillow on the oh, carabiner. Yeah. It's like the perfect height. Oh. Just, <laughs> just kind of right there. The other, day, <laughs> the other day, I was so tired sitting in the tree stand, and I like, that carabiner is like right in front of my face, you know, and I was like balancing my nose perfectly <laughs> on it, so it like propped it up, so I could just kind of sit like that, and it just for everybody listening, I like you y- can't get a visual of it, but I was He's like, basically so, the guy's fingers up his nose, yeah, so, like it's like my fingers are the carabiner, and I'm doing like that so that it kind of I can open my eyes and still look around, you know, let's see, and just shut them again. Oh man, oh. I love that thing. Yeah, I love that mantis. It's cool. This is uh, this afternoon was my fourth sit in it. First, it was horrible. First, it was brutal. really Dude, listen. Okay, because I forget my I forgot my release. I forget my bow bow holder. Something to freaking hold my backpack up. I was gonna take a little screw and step for that. Didn't have a platform. I had one wild edge step at the top of a lone wolf stick. The wild edge step rotated on me halfway through the hunt dude it was miserable and i didn't and had the saddle way too high up bro it's like on my lower back and i'm like, I'm like dude why does this hurt so much i'm like why is it hurting so much jeez man that's yeah. how it was when i got up in his saddle which is too big for me and Dang, yeah dude, appreciate I, shots fired no i mean that's the way it is it hurt man i was up in the saddle for like 30 minutes i'm like this sucks like this is incredibly painful. I was like, well, you should try the extra small thongs. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. All right, good podcast, guys. <laughs> we'll leave it on that note. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah, even even with the size, it was too big for me though. I, like I got to the point where it was pretty comfortable. My my best hunt was. Where was it? Uh, crap. Where was it? It was up in it was up in uh, up in Tennessee again. I went out on a hunt, same place I shot that doe, and did everything oh, yeah. that Greg told me to do. He's like, you know, sit low, like on your belt, you know, below your belt line, you know, tighten up your leg straps, you know, check your tether and everything. And I did, dude, it was so comfortable. It was like a four-hour sit, dude. It was afternoon, so he got there real early. Mm. Perfect the whole time. I'm like, man, this is, like, awesome. And it's like, I got a lot more confidence. And the weird thing is, when you're attached, you know, having the confidence of, like, moving your feet around without, like, trying to hold on the crap because you don't have to. It's kind of, it's like mentally challenging. So that's still kind of funny. 
I'm like, I got to try to put my feet there. And I'm like, I'm scared to fall. <laughs> I can't fall. Yeah, that's so true. When I was up in it, there's certain things that you like, you're like, I know I can do that, but my legs won't let me do it because your yeah. body's like, no. Dude, <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that, that, like, I'm like, oh, I could, surely I could just turn around and get a shot right here. And I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, you just get, like, all locked up. Oh, yeah. I was trying to get comfortable in it, and I'm like, trying to swing around the tree a little bit and I'm like my feet slip and I just like swing around and like latch onto the tree I'm like alright so don't do that <laughs> I love it though man do you got knee pads no I don't even need them I, I, I've never sat on a tree big enough that I really need knee, knee pads because either I normally put the tree the tree's like right here on me or I can put my knee on there with my pants it doesn't I've been on a tree that the bark was so hard it really hurt me yeah I have so I, I left my knee pads, pads the other day get some I've got some like Walmart ones. They're not Velcro. Tyler went and bought some dang Velcro ones. I was like, "What you doing, bro?" <laughs> Mine have like the little pins that you, hey, you like, get some uh, put it around it. Yeah. Timber lines and they come with knee pads. Yep. <coughs> yeah, but why do that when I could just spend ten dollars and not ten thousand dollars? That's exactly. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> I want, spend ten bucks and have some knee pads. Yeah, we're, we're, don't lock it till you try it. What's Tyler always say? Can't hide money. No. <laughs> Can't hide Christmases, dude. Keep telling y'all that. So I just got, know what to ask he's got for, his for Christmas. Bets on man, he's got he's rocking them. I got mine soaked today. I should notice my caminos. Dude, I, uh, I went and um, picked up some mink oil because mine are leaking. Really? Mm-hmm. Where are they leaking at? Everywhere. I'm not taking. You need to back up just a little bit. You're like right in the mic. Yeah, you're, like way too, you're being way too aggressive. Okay? <laughs> yeah, you're so aggressive over there. I'm not. Uh, how, how long have you had your How long have you had your Tibets? Uh, a year. Really? Yeah. And they're leaking. Yeah. When I was up there with Tennessee. I mean, I put these things in the ring. I mean, I, 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 I think I'm at 450 miles. I think on those boots. Yeah, when I, I was like, up there with you, you let me wear those, and I felt like Iron Man. Dude, those things are so stout, for, man. Mm-hmm. These things are like house slippers. Like, yeah. is that just, what you hunted? Yes. Look at them, dude. This is what I do. Everything. Look, look at look at the bottom. Okay, put your foot out here. Look at look at these. Slicks, man. They look like my tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these have too many miles on them. It's kind of a, you got all that sick that sick gear on, and then you got those boots. <laughs> it doesn't match those four <laughs> out boots. I saw a picture the other day. It was it wasn't the other day. It was during the summer when we were talking on Facebook there's a thread about um, leg gators and you mm-hmm. posted a picture of those uh, Kinetrex mm-hmm. which I have and they sucked by the way really oh yeah they got all kinds of holes in them yeah, dude I love them and the, the, the buckle broke on one of them really like, yeah and I haven't even hardly used them anyway I haven't had any issues. but you had those Kinetrex and then those shoes I was like <laughs> and you're wearing gators with teacher shoes like what's <laughs> 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 on here <laughs> Yep. Hey, man. Yeah, I need some new boots. Yeah, dude, get you some Lowe's, man. Hopefully Santa Claus. Did you get some new ones? Yeah, we got some uh, Caminos. It's like they're, it's a little bit different design. Yeah. And uh, that's what I was wearing today. They're awesome. The only thing that the Tibets, they're waterproof all the way to the top. The Caminos aren't. They're, they have like a shorter tongue on it. So like water leaks in. I freaking found that out after going knee deep in a, in a uh, beaver dam log jam thing tonight. So, yeah. But, yeah, they're awesome. Beaver it's a Dam Log Jam. That's yeah. the name of y'all's place where y'all are hunting. Nice. <laughs> Beaver That's Dam it. Log Let's go hunt the it. Beaver Dam Log Jam. <laughs> That's my new band name. <laughs> <laughs> it could be your uh, new stripper name. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Yeah, we got old Diversion over here. That's a good. That's a pretty good stripper name. What, what would you be? Ground Zero. What would mine be? No, Ground Zero is not good for a stripper name. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I don't know. Maxwell's house. Maxwell's house. <laughs> Mad Max. Yeah, you're not supposed to have your real name. Mad so. Max. I like that. Mad Max. You'd be Ginger Snap. <laughs> Ooh, okay. that's cute. <laughs> no, I like uh, I like the Beaver Dam. Beaver Dam. Yeah. Is it both or one or the other? <laughs> No, it's well, a like, two-part series of the Beaver Jam and Log Jam. <laughs> like, they call me Log Jam. <laughs> they call me the Beave. <laughs> oh, man. This podcast took a left turn. Quick. Oh, <laughs> Real <man>. quick. <laughs> That's what you get when you got a lot of delusional guys that have podcast deadlines. Oh my gosh, dude. been up for over 36 hours straight. Hey, no sleep. 15 miles, we've been treading through a marsh for all day. Trying to I don't know whatever. what, man. It hit me this afternoon before we went out. That tired hit me, and it was like... What? <laughs> got hit by the beaver down <laughs> I didn't even see him all day until <laughs> just now. I'm going to that down. Beaver Jam Log. The beaver Dam Log Jam. Or the Beaver Jam. Beaver Jam. Times, man. Log Jam. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, let's just drop the log and the dam. Let's just call them Beaver Jam. <laughs> Go get you like a radio station and be like, oh, 103.1, the beef. <laughs> the beef jam. <laughs> the beef jam playlist. We'll just, make a, we'll just make a new podcast and we'll call it that. <laughs> the, the Beaver Jam. I bet it'd get a lot of Have listeners just because of the name. Yeah. Have a drop on Tuesday. Yeah, there we you go. Drop your regular one on Monday and then the beef drop on <laughs> Tune in tomorrow for the beef. <laughs> I'll see if we can pick that one up on Sportsman's Nation. <laughs> Call it man and be like, I got a golden idea. <laughs> well, boys, y'all have to get up in about, well, if y'all sleep in, y'all got about four and a half hours. What is y'all's plan? I don't know. Y'all going to sleep in and go for the midday hunt? That's what I was telling him. Maybe that might, I might get, get in at like seven. Because everyone, Seven. everybody I've talked to, including my friends back home and uh, some guys who hunt like this part of the state, everybody's seeing them right at dark, which is when we saw them today, and people are seeing them at midday. Yep. Like nobody's having any luck early morning that I know. So I, I saw that big buck today at 320. Yeah. 320, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. I saw every deer that I've seen midday when I'm going in. Yeah. It's about. Yeah, it's, it's something about the water. I, I really like. Down there, like around the marsh and around like into the water sources, there's something about like midday. There's transitioning to different mm-hmm. different stuff. You, you down got the water. theories on that thermals and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've heard you talk about that stuff. So you're so into it. He called me yesterday and he's like, "Yeah, I'm coming up here and the cows are all facing east. They're all <laughs> sitting down." <in> this <laughs> oh, I was confused. Yeah, I was. I was saying, I was like, "What is he talking about?" I knew what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Those fishing tests. terms to hunting. <laughs> <laughs> cows are laying down. Don't go fishing. 
Yeah, is that wish, is that what they say? Yeah. Our campsite. Yeah, down down fish rod. Yeah, huh. dude. Our campsite's pretty cool, dude. That that goose pond, mm-hmm. like on this big point, like we had this whole point to ourselves. Believe it. You just said the name of the camp. Oh, pond. At the, I, at pulled, I pulled a I pulled a, a MP. <laughs> <laughs> so the last one we recorded would have had like seven hundred and eighty three <laughs> bleeps in it. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So this is actually the second time we recorded this podcast. Take yeah. Two. First time because didn't work. <laughs> my my computer went out. So. That's <sighs> I didn't know we were still recording. I thought you like. Yeah, no, know. we're still recording, but we can stop now. <laughs> All right, guys. This uh, has been we'll go kill a big buck tomorrow. The Southern Groundsman. The Southern yep. Groundsman. The, the Southern Beeb. Groundsman. The Southern Groundsman. That's gonna be your name now. <laughs> the Beeb. The Beeb. <laughs> and the Beeb out. <laughs> you gotta do it in All a right, deep you voice. You, you gotta do, do it in a deep voice. You gotta you tell gotta everybody exit. to tune We're in. Get out of this. Out of this podcast oh, okay. with your... Tell them to tune in to 102.5, Beav. The Beef. Like the Beef. <laughs> All right, well, as you can probably tell, um, that was a, uh, a pretty dang funny episode with uh, the guys from the Southern Outdoorsmen. Um, and you probably already found out that you're not going to learn a whole lot of tactics or tricks or tips or anything like that uh, from that episode. But hopefully you just enjoyed it. We had fun. We love hanging out with those guys. Hopefully we'll get to do it again soon. Um, so check out their stuff. They got a YouTube channel and a podcast as well. Check it out. I think you'll enjoy that. Um, let's see. Big thanks as always to our partners at Onyx, at Tethered, at New Breed Archery, and at Go Wild. I highly suggest you check out all of those companies um, for the things that they offer. It's all good stuff. Um, Let's see. Check out our YouTube channel. We've got some pretty cool stuff on the YouTube, and more and more is going to be coming out pretty quickly. Mike, you shot a deer, man, like, what, two weeks ago? A week and a half ago? Yeah, it was the first week of bow season. First week of bow season. So um, we'll have that video up then. We'll have – we've got the video of my opening day doe kill – um, pretty soon we'll have the day, the, my bow, uh, bow kill like this from this weekend. And then the buck from, uh, Georgia. Yep. And then a buck that Michael saw in Georgia, um, couldn't shoot, but some pretty cool stuff yes. coming up on the YouTube channel. So check that out. Um, I think you'll like it. It's, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe. Also, all the other podcasts on this network, on the Sportsman's Nation network, are great. we got the Nine Finger Chronicles, DIY Sportsman, Land and Legacy, and, of course, Southern Ground. All good stuff. All things that I think that people can benefit from. Check that out. Check out the Western feed if you're into that stuff. If you're into elk hunting, mule deer, antelope, all that cool, fun stuff, I think you're going to find something on the Sportsman's Nation that you will enjoy. You got anything else, Mike? Beaver Dam Log Jam. <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. The, the Beaver Dam Log Jam. The Beav. The Beav. That may be what this episode is titled, The Beav. <laughs> I don't know. For search engine reasons, that might, that might not be the best <laughs> thing that we could possibly name it, but... I don't know, dude. We can probably get a bunch <laughs> of extra hits out of it. <laughs> Maybe no so. No pun intended. May- oh, man. Oh, 
man, everything about that episode and this outro is just kind of taking a left turn. So, I'm not going to say going south. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the puns! Okay, so, I don't have anything else. you have anything else, Mike? No, man, I'm just going to go pitch my tent for the night. Go do that. I'm going to go to sleep, too, after I finish editing this podcast for all of our awesome listeners. So, you guys... Y'all have a great week. Hopefully you're out in the woods. Hope you kill something. Hope you guys have a good time chasing these whitetails. Remember, God gave us dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So make sure you go out and exercise that dominion. We'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>